What people think about us can't change who we are. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Imagine the story of a little boy who was born into this world who knew in his heart of hearts that he was meant to be a king. And he had that sense within himself that he was made for greatness, that he was made for a purpose, that he was made to do something great. And he goes through his life and he lives um, that storyline. He goes through his life convinced that he was destined for greatness. He was made to be a king and um, went through school and all of his growing up years, not doubting it, not questioning it, not wondering, not for a second. And the people around him noticed something different about him. They noticed that he carried himself in a different way. They noticed that there was a kindness about him, a winsomeness about him, Uh, that made him different, that made him stick out, that made him unique among his peers. And some of his peers were threatened by that. Some of his peers were threatened by his sense of confidence in his destiny, by his sense of knowing who he was. And so they made it their ambition to tear him down. They made it their ambition to tell him he was a nothing, to, to mock him and to humiliate him at every turn because they were threatened by the confidence with which he carried himself. He seemed to know who he was. He seemed to know where he was going. He seemed to have a sense of purpose. And they couldn't handle it because they were so far removed from any of those things in their own lives. And finally, one day... The little boy is um, walking home from school and he's surrounded by a group of these bullies who are yelling at him and sneering at him and they've picked up rocks and they've picked up apples off the tree and they're ready to throw these at him and he doesn't understand why these kids don't like him. And they begin their assault and pummel him with the stones and pummel him with the apples off the trees and are saying terrible things about him and putting him down. And he collapses in the middle of the street into a ball. He's beaten and broken and sore. And the children run off and leave him there in the street, hurting and crying, uh, wondering what just happened. If any of us knew of a story of like of that, and if any of us knew a child like that, we would run to their aid, we would run to their rescue, we would want to be there for them, to help them uh, see that what others say about them and what others think about them does nothing to change who they know they are in their hearts. And um, plenty of us have... Uh, walked through this life with a sense of destiny and purpose with others around us telling us that's impossible. You're not destined for that. You, you, you are not made for that thing or for that purpose. And they tear us down and they beat us up. And uh, our Lord faced that in his earthly life um, as his teaching ministry took off and as his popularity among the people grew, his, the voices of his detractors, the voices of his opponents grew louder and stronger as well. And they, at every turn, attempted to humiliate him and to mock him and to abuse him. And now, as he's 
that little boy king <laughs> who was born into this earth with a sense of destiny. He knew he, who he was. He knew he was born to be a king. He knew that he was the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's hanging on a cross. And the same people who didn't believe in him uh, before don't believe in him now. And they continue to mock and they continue to humiliate. And there he hangs for them and for us, absorbing all of the abuse, uh, and clinging to that internal song, clinging to that truth that resonates within him. You are a king. You are the king. You are the Messiah. You are the chosen one. You're being sent to earth for a purpose. You're being sent to earth to live out a destiny uh, that God the Father uh, had in mind from the very beginning that he might win his people back to his heart. And you have to imagine that Jesus had to cling to those words. And then he also had to cling to words that God spoke over him very early in Luke's gospel at the time of his baptism when the Holy Spirit descended on him and God's voice from heaven spoke loud over him. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. And I'm sure that those words were resonating in this moment as well. Keeping him connected to his purpose, keeping, keeping him connected to his identity, keeping him connected to uh, his sense of destiny. And I'm grateful that Jesus did this for us. And we're going to get into the text today as we move on in Luke's gospel, chapter 23, verses 32 through 43, to see uh, what Jesus endured as he hung there on the cross for us. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you that Jesus, the child king, with a song of destiny in his heart, came to this earth to live out his God-ordained purpose uh, for us. Jesus was God's point from the start. He was the purpose from the start. And Lord, we're grateful that you sent him to be our Savior and Redeemer. You, you, you sent him... Uh, our very King, our very Lord, to die in our place so that we might be restored into fellowship and deep union with you. And we give you thanks for that. Speak through your word today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke writes, Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. Uh, when they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And we read that yesterday. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he's God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. <laughs> in the same way that one of the criminals and many of the onlookers had no idea who Jesus really was, 
one of the criminals saw through all of the things that people were saying about him to the truth about him. He had spiritual eyes to see. God revealed the truth. He could see that Jesus was, in fact, the Messiah, the Holy One of God. The Lord gave him kingdom eyes in that moment, and he spoke such tender words to Jesus. And he took a stand for Jesus, a criminal on the cross, taking a stand for our Lord in that moment, rebuking the other criminal who was just like the others, mocking Jesus, doubting Jesus. And he said, this man has done no wrong. We're getting the punishment our deeds deserve, but this man is getting punished for something he didn't do. And then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He saw Jesus for who he was. He had eyes to see that Jesus was, in fact, Messiah. He was the anointed one of God sent to save the world from her sins. And I'm grateful for this glimpse because it's a reminder that when we have doubters, when we have people who mock and deride us, when we have people who chip away at our sense of destiny and purpose in the Lord, uh, we have people all around us also who see the truth and will speak truth and will remind us who we are and where we're going and what we were made for and they will cheer it on and they will link arms with us and trust in God's plan and purpose for our lives. We need to focus on those friends. We need to invest in those friends and we need to continue to trust in the song that's within us in the same way Jesus did, that God has a plan and purpose for our lives. There will be mockers. There will be people who are gunning for us. There will be people who are against us. But we need to cling to the truth of our destiny in Christ. We need to cling to the truth of what the Word says about us and what the Word reveals about us in Christ. And cling to those truths and leave those toxic uh, lies behind because we know the source of those things. Those don't emerge from our good and loving God. Those emerge from the enemy who seeks to trip us up and tear us down. All right, my friends, I hope and pray that you're encouraged by this teaching today. I'm certainly challenged by these words, and I will continue to seek the Lord as I consider them today. God bless.